Another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. There's a ball hit toward left field again. That's going to get down for a base hit. And moving into second base with a stand-up double is going to be Peyton Pocock. Today, it's live coverage of the first-ever Kearney High School home baseball game from historic Memorial Field in Kearney. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Wagon gets his sign. Here comes the next pitch on the way. Swung out and missed, and he strikes him out. And the ball game is over. Langan comes up with uh, three strikeouts in relief, and Connie grabs the win. The Bearcats open their season hosting the Papillion La Vista South Titans. Both programs have a history of baseball success, with the Titans winning a state title twice this decade, while Carney's Legion program has won every district title. It's the Titans and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Field in Kearney with ESPN's Jeff Babel right after this. And welcome back to Memorial Field for Game 2. I'm Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lang and Cassie Sloan Engineering back in the studios. 6-4 win for Kearney in Game 1. And Game 2 is just about ready to start. Grant Brant Grosskreitz on the mound for Kearney. His battery mate will be Braden Miller again. And we're ready for first pitch right now. And in the windup is Grosskreitz. First pitch, ground ball to short. Funny hop there, fields it, and throws it across is the shortstop. And one pitch into the game, Chris, and one out. Welcome back. Yeah, and yeah, welcome back to our crowd, too. And, you know, the biggest thing right there right away, you get a ground ball, and your shortstop's able to convert that play. That wasn't something that was automatic the last game. So that's a good start for Carney High, especially with just one pitch. And I know Gross Kreitz is a guy that Carney High wants to rely on quite a bit this season. So to keep his pitch count low in this one is going to be a big one as well. So that was Nate Denny. He led off last game. He led off this game as well. Goes 6-3. Trent Brim, second baseman, is up for Papillion La Vista South. He'll take a strike on the outer edge. On deck, Brody Waller. Austin Sides is your cleanup hitter and... Pitch number two is across the plate, and looks like it's just outside. Um, for Papillion La Vista South, they've got a new player into the game, Jacob Horacek. He'll be your six-hole hitter. Ground ball here to the shortstop, and this one is not fielded very well over there again by Stroh, but he does get it up in time to throw across. So another 6-3 put out. And two up and two down for the Bearcats. And right there, Seth Stroh, just tremendous arm strength there. Like you said, it wasn't the most clean fielding motion. Actually, ricocheted off his glove there for a hair, but he was able to pick it up. And he's just got such a good arm that he has the ability to, if he if he does bobble that ball, he can pick that thing up and fire it. And really, he's got the hose that he doesn't have to be perfect with his fielding over there. Bodie Waller played first base in the first game. He's now your starting pitcher for Pavilion Vista South. And he takes a ball low and outside. And the coach I've, we've co- I coached the Grand Island Junior team last year as a pitching coach. And Grosskreitz, when he has his he's, – he's got his command usually almost all the time. But there's, when he's got his velocity too, he is very hard to hit. I know he shut us down quite pretty well at the state tournament last year for juniors. So he, he's certainly a guy that Connie's going to depend on quite a bit this year. And the next pitch is high and outside for ball number two, so not quite finding his spots on this third batter. Let's finish out the lineup there for you for Papillion La Vista South. Six-hole hitter, catcher Jack Bland. Shortstop will be your seven-hitter, Lane Harris. 
Daniel Shoemaker, after a very good performance in game one, gets up to the eight hole. He'll be in right field again. And Jacob Hornacek is your right fielder for opponent La Vista South. Another ball up by Grosskreitz to push, push that count to 3-0. And see Waller up the lefty. You know, sometimes when you face that first lefty of the game, you, in, in all, for all righties, you're so used to throwing that fastball to that glove side on that outer corner that when a lefty comes up, as there's a strike there to get it back 3-1. When a lefty comes up, all of a sudden now you're throwing your your your, your main focal point, at least to most hitters, to generalize them, is you're still throwing to that outside corner. Well, all of a sudden that's inside to a righty now. So it, it kind of feels a little bit different aiming to that point. And called strike number two. So he's battled back to a full count. First two pitches of the game resulted in outs. And now we've got a full count on Waller here in the top of the first. No score. At Memorial Field, full count, two outs, and Grosskreutz throws across and gets the strikeout, swinging for out number three. So no runs, no hits, no errors, and no man left on base. One, two, three, inning for Grosskreutz. We'll give you the Carney lineup and more coming up in about two minutes. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lang. I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts. Proud supporters of Carney High Baseball here on ESPN 1460 KXPN. They're going to be with us all year long. We want to thank them so much for giving us the opportunity to bring you Carney High Baseball in its inaugural season. And preparing the Vista South was blanked one, two, three in the first. Carney will try to push across a run like they did in the first game. They're going to start it off with Lane Shires. He's your second baseman. Where's number 12? Then due up is Trey Rodriguez. He'll be your center fielder. And in the hole, Tyler Shermer. He'll be playing first base today. Mason Casper will be your DH. He just got the win in game one. Braden Miller, your catcher. He'll be in the five spot. Shortstop Sestro will be your six hitter. Will Richter, third baseman, will bat seventh. Batting eighth, Corbin Foster in right field. Sam Emberg in left field will bat ninth. And first pitch for 
Waller is high for ball one. And also playing Grosskreitz will be pitching, but since it will be a DH, he will not bat tonight. And Waller's second pitch is a ground ball to the short second, excuse me, and hustling over there is Shires, but not in time. So 4-3 put out for Papua and Vista South and one away. And right away, the pit, pitching for both sides able to get some strikes in there, and that's always good when you got that second game of that double header to make sure you don't have to deplete uh, any any more unnecessary pitching. But I think both these teams probably are in pretty good shape based off of their their pitch counts in that first game. They didn't have to extend anybody more than I think they would have liked to. And Waller deals from the windup. High sky ball to the right field. It's going to be in foul territory. First baseman on it, and he'll make the catch for out number two. So two quick outs again, Chris. That's That seems to be the theme here. Quick, quick, quick innings. Uh, saving that pitch count because you never know with a doubleheader how many how many arms you're going to have in that bullpen. Yeah, and right there we just saw another pop out to the a pop out to the first baseman. He made a nice play on that considering the weather. And actually, the first play we had of our first game, there was a ball kind of similar to that. Now there it was a little bit deeper in the field, but you can see these players adjusting that wind pretty well. And third pitch and a ground out to first, and it'll be three unassisted for Tyler Shermer. He'll be playing first base tonight. So one, two, three for Carney, one, two, three for Papillion La Vista South. After one inning complete, it's scoreless. We'll be back in two minutes here on ESPN Tri Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And welcome back to Memorial Field. Austin Sides is due up for Point La Vista South. They went 1-2-3 in the first inning. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Great Western Bank, making life great. Gross Kreitz deals from the windup, pitch across, and it's a ground ball to third base. Fielded cleanly there and thrown across the diamond for an easy out. So it'll be 5-3 on the putout. And a nice play there by Will Richter. Getting it over to Shermer at first. And right there, a nice play to come and get that ball. That was, that was kind of one of those plays earlier where maybe the fielders were a little bit hesitant or kind of let the ball play them, so to speak. But a good job there at Bible Richter there at third to go up and grab that thing and 
not, not you know not be scared to overrun that ball or have his glove go through it. I always like yeah, I'd always err on the side of aggressiveness if you're going to do one of the two. So that'll bring up Jackson Horn. Takes first pitch outside for ball number one. Cold, cloudy day. A little bit of wind that's going to be affecting the game. No lights on here at Memorial Field. It's not quite dark yet. Grosskreitz deals and pitch over to Stroh at short. Fields it nicely. Throws it across and another quick out for Brant Grosskreitz. You got to be happy there if you're Coach Archer. Yeah, both both pitchers right now. About the last. Four or five batters we've seen. It's only been, you know, eight, nine, ten pitches, which I think, you know, Major League Baseball, I think that's kind of their dream is to have just every time there's a pitch, have somebody swing at it so you're not uh, wasting so much time. But obviously you can't you can't exactly install that without completely making the game seem strange. But nonetheless, it's been good for these pitchers' pitch counts these last couple innings. That'll bring up the catcher, Jack Bland. He'll take a look at the first pitch. Just inside for ball number one. Two outs here for Papillion La Vista South. They fell in the opener, 6-4. Trying to salvage the doubleheader here. Pitch right down the middle for Grosskreitz. Nice velocity on that one, too. Four strike number one. And when Grosskreitz has all of his pitches working, it's going to be very tough to hit him, at least for the average high school hitter, because he can really get that thing probably in the low 80s and also bring that curveball in there whenever he wants for a strike. Throws another fastball, and that one's fouled off to the right side. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see any of the fine realtors there at Home Real Estate, like Teresa de Lafayette over at Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So Grosskreitz up 1-2 in the count here. Going to try and get likely Horn to chase something, and Horn takes it right back up the middle for a base hit. So ended up just trying to challenge him there, try to get the quick out, and Horn smacked it right up the middle for the first base hit of the ball game. Yeah, and that's Girls guys kind of challenged him with a curveball. That was kind of almost more of a get me over curveball and the one-two pitch, and he did a good job of sitting on that thing and taking it to right center. And you know, if if somebody could get a good enough stroke on a ball that you know, it had enough velocity that it could skip on that ground a little bit. You could see some someone get it in the gap, and with the way these, how shallow these fielders are playing, they could probably run the run the bases for at least a triple, if not inside the parker potentially. So well, that was bland. Excuse me, I'd give him the hit to Horn, and that one's lined up the middle off Grosskreitz's leg. He'll throw over to first in plenty of time, so no runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. So. Carney escapes the two-out rally and gives up no runs again on one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And welcome back to Memorial Field here on the top of the hill in Kearney, Nebraska. I'm Jeff Babel, alongside Chris Lane and Cassie Sloan back in the studios. So for Kearney, it'll be their four, five, and six hitters. Uh, Mason Casper will lead it off. Right-hander is the DH. He'll take called strike on the inner half for Waller to start off on top there, 0-1. He'll... Go from the wind-up here. Casper with an open stance. Swings and fouls it off the plate for strike number two. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See any other fine realtors like Wendy Weiser today. Home Realty, there's no place like home. 0-2 count here for Waller. Going to try something to chase here. Maybe try a high heater. You know, so it's so hard to know this early, but when you've got that four-hole hitter, you probably want to give him something that's not too good this early. And he did, and it is ripped to left. And making a play on it, though, is Nate Denny. That's the probably the first really well-hit ball we've seen throughout yeah. the two games so far. And Casper put a nice drive onto it, but... Wind is just blowing straight in. From, yeah, and you from know, left. in any given in Nebraska, I think um, can now. And I played in Kansas. It it seemed like it was the windiest state ever. But I think technically, if you Google it, Nebraska is the windiest state. There are days where that ball right there is over the fence, if not off the wall. I've seen enough games here that if the wind's blowing the other direction, that thing is smoked and at least a double. So that'll bring up uh, Brayton Brayton Miller. He'll be your catcher. He fouls that first one off. That foul ball brought to you by. Home real estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. Go see Alex Beckman today. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, Alex can help you out. All one is the count to Braden Miller. Waller dealing from the windup. Throws, delivers. Looks like it's too high, so ball number one. And a pitch like that, those are like those are where I'd like to see these pitchers and catchers that those are the kind of the pitchers i'd like to see that are waste pitchers i don't like sometimes when i see a waste pitch it just seems like it's way too far out of the zone for it to really do much of anything and a ground ball to the third baseman and throws it up and not in time so safe at first is miller i'm gonna believe that'll be a hit Looked like it was hit right in the hole. And he had to make a really tough dive to even get to that thing. That was actually a really nice play by that third baseman, but I'd certainly give that a hit if I was the scorekeeper. So waiting on the official ruling. If we don't get it by the next pitch, I'm just going to have to give that a hit to Miller. That'll bring up Stroh. Stroh played really well in that first game, going three for four. Made a couple nice plays already at shortstop. Not a big lead over there by Miller. 
Strobe with a big swing and misses it. First strike, number one. So we'll give that a hit to Miller. So no hitter is gone for both teams. 0-1 is the count. Looking the runner back is Waller. Comes to the set position. Gets his sign, delivers, and it's fouled to the left and out of play by Stroh. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. You know, I, I genuinely, genuinely wonder, and this isn't to be because Braden Miller and Mason Casper, those guys are both really good players, so maybe they're just swinging a little bit well, better right now, but Seth Stroh can hit a baseball. I'm telling you that right now. So I, I wonder a little bit if they've got him down there at six just to see if he can hunt a few more fastballs. Pitch. And it's fouled back just above our head. So another foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Robert Kiet today. And I think Carney is, is swinging the, the bats pretty nice in the second inning, a lot better than, than it seemed like. Like you said, in the first game we had four called strikes. Looking at, at Bet Archer did get on them in between the games to swing. And, and although there have been outs, they've been nice aggressive hits as well. So here comes Waller with an 0-2 count. One out, runner on first. Looks back the runner, come home with it, and another foul ball by Stroh, just staying alive, fighting everything off opposite opposite way, because it seemed like Waller's working that outside edge, Chris. Yeah, and he's kind of he, he's doing a good job of making sure he's fighting, fighting off those pitches that are just a little bit off outside that could potentially be called a strike. You know, I think sometimes people get a little bit too aggressive, or they you know want to please the coach so badly that the only thing they're thinking about is not striking out, looking, and then. They start swinging at things over their heads and whatnot. So he's doing a good job of being realistically aggressive at the plate. Pickoff move to first, not in time. Back in time was Miller. Here comes the pitch, and it's swung on a miss, but it's a pass ball. So advancing to second is Miller, and Stroh will strike out. And since first base was occupied... There's no throw to first necessary. So two outs, but a runner in now scoring position for Will Richter, the third baseman. Many thanks to our fine sponsors again, like the bike shed. Head to the shed just south of the overpass in Kearney. We might have a courtesy runner for the catcher, Miller. Have to see who that is. They're not facing us real good, so I can't really tell right now. But, again, Richter with a chance to knock in the first run of the ball game. Comes to the set position. Looks back the runner multiple times. High leg kick. Delivers, and looks good from here. And it's called a strike. Again, you know, Papio South. They're they're kind of trying to figure out that second base. Their their pickoff moves at second, and so I've seen a couple times where they've actually, even though they're not making a pickoff move, their their second base will be stand second base will be standing on the back, pitcher will be going home. So they're showing that up a little bit here, and I think that was probably an emphasis by their head coach after that first game. Waller deals, called strike, in her half. A couple so, of really slow breaking balls, both pitches thus far. So I think Waller's kind of maybe changed his approach a little bit. He's kind of going off speed a little bit more because Richter's down there, I think, seventh in the order. So he's kind of he's kind of found what he's uh, what he's feeling thus far today. 0-2 count. Looks back to runner at second and delivers the pitch and low. 
for ball number one. So the first time he goes away from the off-speed, Chris, and misses just low. And maybe speed that, that hitter's eyes up a little bit, too. And that was a good, thing, you know, kind of waste pitch. I don't know exactly what I want to call it, but it wasn't just so out of the way that the hitter didn't think anything of it. So look for him to go back to that curveball here. And misses for a ball. I mean, they're close spots. The catcher had to get out from his position to grab that one, but it didn't miss by much because you don't want to give him something too nice to hit. So 2-2 count here with two outs for Will Richter, the third baseman. Waller comes to the plate, and that's fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Now, Carney High hasn't gotten to... Uh, Waller yet, really, so to speak. But they have Stroh fouled off about three or four pitches. And right now, Will Richter's had himself a really lengthy at-bat. So if if the only way that Waller can get guys out is by throwing uh, balls out of the zone that they have to chase, it's going to be, you know, Carney High is going to be able to at least put some balls in play and put some pressure on their defense. Waller delivers high for ball three, so 3-2 count. And if you're uh, Richter, they'll... You want to be selective, but not too selective because you want to get the base, but you don't want to go back. Well, and keep in mind, they've struck out four times looking last game. I think if it's close, he's going to be hacking here. Waller delivers, and it's outside for ball number four. So not really close at all, and he does take the base on ball. Good job of being disciplined and not chasing it as well. So that'll bring up Corbin Foster, the right fielder. Kind of surprising they take him, took him off first base. Now you gotta, you're still kind of trying to juggle your lineup and see exactly where guys can fit, and maybe the other first baseman's not a bad player there either, but he certainly is just very, really a eye-opening first baseman defensively. Waller delivers to Foster, and it's fouled off the toes. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Uh, Shermer is your first baseman, and he was the DH in the first game, so maybe it's just a wanting to get Shermer some reps at first more than anything, especially early on in the year. Yeah, and you you got to kind of be prepared for every situation. You never know when a guy's going to go into a slump and all of a sudden he can't play his bat or when you're just going to need you just want to shuffle your lineup and get a better defensive outfielder out there. Waller comes to the set, delivers low and in the dirt. For ball number 1, not a very big lead over there at second. No, not a right. The biggest thing right now at second is you're just trying to get some you know, kind of make that banana route so to speak where you can Get, get a good route and really set yourself up to get home on a ground ball that's through the infield. Waller comes and delivers again and another low pitch, so ball number two to Foster. This is pretty important for uh, Waller this early in the game. you got your eight hole, you're down 2-1, or you're down in the count 2-1 with two outs. So you got to figure out a way to get out of this without that top of the order coming up. Waller delivers it, and it's going to be over the center fielder's head. No play there. One run will score easily. Two runs will score. They're going to hold him at second. So stand up, two RBI double for Foster. And Carney, just like in the first game, comes out to a quick two-run lead early in the game. Yeah, and you know, that, that was a, that, now that was the best ball we've seen as far as distance-wise hit all day. He kind of got under it a little bit more than Casper uh, did on his line drive that was called out. So he kind of had a little bit more carry in it. That It was hit so hard that it kind of got through that wind. But... Uh, when your eight-hole hitter can do that, that's when you got a team that, you know, has the potential to, you know, be playing postseason baseball. So that's a great sign there for Carney. So that'll bring up the nine-hole hitter, Sam Enberg. He's in left field. Takes the first pitch and fouls it a mile high into the air. Four strike number one. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. 
Go see Rhonda Johnson today if you're looking to buy or sell. That was one of the most realistic sound effects I think I've ever heard in my life. I actually thought it was. Yep, they, uh, they like their sound effects on the foul balls here at Memorial Field. Foul's fouled off the catcher, so he'll compose himself a little bit. Home plate umpire is going to give him a chance to shake the cobwebs out, so strike two on Enberg. 0-2, runner in second. If you're Carney, you want to get that run in. Do anything to put the ball in play here. Teams are playing shallow. Waller delivers, and another foul ball into the netting. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Needs some foul balls. Umpires missing a few, so go see Steve Corum while we wait. Steve will help you buy or sell your, your home. And again, Carney, even no matter what hitter it is, whether it was Seth Stroh, who's a very talented player, and you know some of these guys at the bottom of the lineup who quite frankly are kind of gritty and but they still have the ability they've got a good plate discipline good plate presence up there they're fouling off these pitches so all are really not fooling anybody right now foster at second inberg at the plate and looks like it was gonna be inside but fouled off staying alive is inberg and Waller has just really tried to emphasize that little slurve curve he's got and right there actually has i think that ball was 30 feet away from the plate. Sam Ingberg thought he was going to get hit by it at the last second. Realized he was going to have to swing that thing, that thing or else it was going to curve in for a strike. So uh, it just, just a good job by Connie High battling off those pitches. And Waller, he's just got to find something else to use because he's just showing that pitch a little bit too much. Waller comes set, looks the runner back, throws high. Thor, ball number one. So just trying to get Ingberg to chase. And Sam did not bite. One, two count. You know, Sam's not the tallest guy in the world down there. He just he just seems like your typical guy who's not going to give up any easy at-bats. He's probably not going to put one over the fence, but, you know, he's just a guy you love to have down there at the bottom of the lineup. Waller comes to set, delivers inside, and gets past the catcher. Bland, and over to third base now. Goes Richter, or Foster, excuse me. And I feel bad there a little bit for Waller. I think actually he had the strike call there but that catcher dropped it and you know really the other team might be mad he didn't call that a strike but he's probably in a sense i think when you're umpiring there you maybe you don't want to call that a strike because then that batter is going to run over to first base so you know if you're the other team you can't be too disappointed in that waller delivers in a sharp foul ball almost takes out foster on third that's why you wear a helmet down there so that foul ball brought to you by home real estate go see laura sierra today or any of the other fine realtors at home real estate. So 2-2 count, long at bats here in the second inning for the Bearcats. They're up 2 nothing in the second inning. Waller comes set, looks the runner back, throws across, and looks like it's low in the dirt. And they don't seem to be missing by a ton, Chris, but just enough. And the catcher isn't really framing him per se yeah you know i, I just think he he's shown it so much and if it's one of his better pitches you got to do it but i think that's pit, those hitters are just picking up on it pretty early and can guess where that's thing's gonna cut at ground ball up the middle past the first baseman to the shortstop and there's gonna be no play we're gonna rule out an infield hit Emberg was busting down the line pretty quickly so give him an rbi single and carney gets their third run of the game and every coach in the state loves having at-bats like that from their 
bottom of the order type hitters you already saw and you know what foster did at the eight hole you just you don't even see that really a ton from we haven't seen that at all today from three four hole hitters so that's such a weapon down there but sam ingberg right there just fouling off pitchers fouling them off and then eventually putting one in play after about a seven eight pitch at bat and getting on base back to the top of the order with lane shiners Ingberg with a decent lead at first but does not run and high for ball number one time for pitching mound visit Coach Bill Lyman heading out, settle his guy down. Not throwing horribly, but needs to settle in here. I, th- I just think the biggest thing is the right fielder is doing push-ups. I don't. I'd, I'd <laughs> love to figure out the philosophy behind that. I don't. But we've seen a lot of guys from Papio South doing push-ups, and they're all doing them in the same exact. Fo- they all have the same exact form doing the push-ups. So they're more military. They're, 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 there must be some sort of well thought of philosophy on activating some sort of muscle there during the game that improves performance. I don't know. Maybe I have to look into that one a little bit more. But nonetheless, I think the biggest thing for Waller, just it, it's not getting any swings and misses, really. And first pitch for Waller is skied away high, and it looks like he'll take care of him himself and catch it in fair territory to end the inning. But Carney did get three runs on three hits, no errors, and one man left on base. So the score after two complete innings is three to nothing. We'll come back with the third inning. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesshed.com. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field, home of the Carney High Bearcats. Up 3 nothing, heading to the top of the third. We'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including Fanatics Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins, North Vista Point Shopping Center in Kearney. Back out for inning number three, Frank Grosskreitz, starting in the wind-up position. Gets his sign from Miller. High leg kick, throws across, and fouled off for... We're playing the Vista South. That's Harris, the shortstop. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Amy Johnson today. 0-1 the count. Pitch. Ground ball right back to Grosskreutz. Field of this position. Perfectly easy throw to first. 
And out at first is Harris, so 1-3 in the scorebook. And a nice easy play for Bryant. Yeah, right there again. He's he's just locating his pitches where he wants to. He got that one on his in on his thumbs, kind of a little bit, and hit it right there. Just couldn't really do anything much, but barely muscle it over to the pitcher. So give Grosskreitzer a lot of credit for his ability to command that fastball this far. Ball outside for Hornacek in the game. Had him as the nine-hole hitter. This would be Shoemaker's spot in the order. So unless they batted out of order, I might have wrote down the lineup wrong. <laughs> Strike across for Grosskreitz. So 1-1 one, one the count. And Grosskreitz delivers off speed and looked good from here, but just off the edge was that one. And again, that ability even just to show the ability to throw that thing close to the zone on a 1-1 one, one count is such an advantage because that hitter, even on 2-1 now, he can't just assume a fastball. Grosskreitz... Delivers and another foul ball by Hornacek. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Mark Shipperite. If you're looking to buy or sell your house at Home Real Estate in Kearney. From the wind-up position, Grosskreitz with a 2-2 count. Low in the dirt. Ball three, so full count now to Hornacek, the right fielder and nine-hole hitter for filling the Vista South. Again, Carney won the opener 6-4. to four. Mason Casper with the win. And another foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Ryan Bruna today. Enberg with the save, or Etherton, excuse me, with the save for the Bearcats. Yeah, like you said, ever since Etherton got in there, Papio South's bats, just both the, both uh, for Grosskreitz and Etherton's even innings, they just haven't looked quite as good. Off-speed pitch, chased it was... Hornacek, so another strikeout for Grosskreitz. Actually, I think that's his first one of the game. So we'll head back to the top of the order with Nate Denny, the left fielder. Nate was put out in the first, 6-3 by Seth Stroh, first pitch of the game. See if he looks at one here. And he does for a ball outside. Getting Denny earlier, he had those drag he had one drag bunt for a base hit, and then he Showed drag a few more other times. Right now, that third baseman, Richter, he's in there right near that ba that bag. And generally, with two outs, you like to play back quite a bit, but you just can't afford to do that with Denny up there and his speed and ability to drag bone. Ball outside. 1-1 one, one is the count. You're listening at home. Come on down. See the boys in action. They won their first game 6-4. The 3-0 lead here in the third. And that's a called strike on the inner half. So one two count now for Brand Grosskreitz. Now it's another great curveball. And we've seen a lot of batters today who just they, they see that thing and they just they must read fastball because they back out of that batter's box and next thing you know they got a called strike on them. One two count and a fast one goes right by Denny for strike number three. Two strikeouts that inning for Brant. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the third. Carney Bearcats leading 3-0. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Man. 
Land Trippers, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. One. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses, locally grown and locally owned. That's going to bring up Trey Rodriguez for the Bearcats. Already up 3 nothing in this game, looking to add some more to help out Grosskreitz on the mound. Trey, on his first time, popped up to the pitcher in the first inning. He's going to try a bunt here, offers at it, and misses. For strike number one. Again, I've seen that quite a few times having coached against him. He really likes to try that drag one here and there. As a matter of fact, there was one game you're playing here last oh, May or June, and he, the first pitch he showed drag button, the second pitch I think he hit it out of the park. So he's kind of he's definitely one of those guys who's got all the tools, so to speak, kind of beat you in a lot of different ways. Oh, one count here to Rodriguez. He'll foul that one off the right side, brought to you by Home Real Estate. That foul ball brought to you by... Teresa De Lafayette of Home Real Estate. Go see her if you're looking to buy or sell your home. Home Real Estate in Kearney. So 0-2 quickly. Now Rodriguez falls behind. He'll try to just poke it in play and hope his speed up the line can maybe beat one out. Waller comes, delivers, and I believe that was a strikeout, but a drop third strike, and Trey Rodriguez will reach easily. No foul ball contact at all. No no complaints from Papillion La Vista South's bench. So, although his strikeout, Trey Rodriguez, I think this might be the first time we've seen him on the base pass tonight. That's kind of one of those interesting plays where really, there's just no emotional reaction by either team because, for one hand, the guy just struck out. So, I mean, you can't give him too much credit for reaching first. And on the other hand, you're kind of in between whether, you know, because the pitcher made a nice pitch, it just was too nasty, and it got to the backstop. So basically no emotional reaction by anybody on that play. Waller lines this, or brings it, line to second base. Could have been a double play, but the second baseman actually dropped the ball. And Ray Rodriguez was in no man's land. If he catches that, you got to 
hustle back to second. And then when he drops it, Chris, unfortunately, you're put out at second on the fielder's choice. Yeah, you know, I don't think he meant to drop that. It would have been, an, if he would have caught it, it would have been a close play at first. But let's assume that he wouldn't have gotten him out at first. It's actually not a bad idea to drop that thing because you switch uh, Rodriguez with Schreimer on the bases. But I think I, he certainly didn't mean to do that intentionally. But he, I don't think he would have had quite the time. Rodriguez didn't, he, he kind of reacted back to the base. Uh, right after he saw it was caught, so I don't think they would have had time quite to devil him up, but regardless. Not with his speed. First first pitch to Casper. In that, that stop, he's just, he's not getting right behind second base he's he's shaded when, when you're when you're covering second like the shortstop's got to be back there far enough to where he can get that ball if it's overthrown he was just he was just given kind of a token backup there and it, it almost cost him i mean it's one thing to go over there to please your coach you got to get back there and actually put yourself in position to go ahead and pick up that ball if it's actually overthrown waller fakes the throw to second and back easily was Shermer. so one one count here to casper Casper swings, it hits the pitcher, and he's hurt. And and we're going to have to have a timeout here. It'll be a base hit for Casper. But that's the least of the concerns now. We're going to have an injured player here. Out come the trainers. That was just a, a tough play. You almost had a play on it, Chris, but then it it's every pitcher's worst nightmare. Yeah, there's. Thankfully, it didn't get him in the head. I mean, worst case scenario, he might bust a rib or something. I mean, I don't like to, you know, certainly up here, 180 feet away. But hopefully, it looks like at the worst, he might have to come out of this game, and he might have some kind of injury. But uh, yeah, that's every. You have no control over something like that. The human eye can't really react that quickly. So that's always uh, one you hold your breath on, and that's kind of the. That's the one thing about baseball that really can, uh, you know right after you see a ball hit the least of your concerns or whether you got on base you're more concerned about the player's safety so we certainly hope he is okay well they tend to waller on the mound we'll take a break and uh get everything situated you're listening to espn tri-cities at Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And welcome back. Brody Waller's going to stay in the game. Took a nice shiner off the, looks like either the upper leg or rib area. But he's going to stay in the game. He'll have to face uh, number 10, Braden Miller, the catcher. Again, thank you to our many fine sponsors that are allowing us to bring you the inaugural season of Carney High Baseball, especially 
Biotest Plasma Center. Be a hero, save lives, and get compensated for your donations today. North Kearney, just south of Menards. Waller comes set, throws his first pitch, and just misses. See, I see no ill effects from the from the ball hitting him, though. Yeah, you know, you got a little bit of adrenaline out there, and I, that's probably something you feel more the next day, more than anything, or on the bus ride home. So he's, he's a competitor. He'll stay out there. And a sharply hit ball to center field. Played well by the center fielder. Tagging at third and scoring is Shermer. So Carney gets their fourth run. Two outs now on the game, and that'll bring up the shortstop, number 41, Seth Stroud. Just a few things, you know. Both these teams are going to look completely different in a month, and I think that's the biggest thing if you're a fan of either team to really emphasize. There's just not enough time for some of these guys. Is, I mean, right there, even the cutoff was kind of late. The first baseman kind of uh, had forgotten, so to speak, that he was the cutoff guy there. He made a, he made a good late adjustment to get there, but it, it just shows you how little of time and how much this weather has affected the ability of these coaches to get in time with their players. And ball one, two, Stroh. Stroh's a left-handed hitter. Small lead over there at first for Miller. Waller checks on him, throws across. I believe that's Waller. Yeah, no, he's still in there. Should I think? I mean, that might be Aaron Madden now into the game. Swinging and a miss for Stroh. 18 is on the mound. According to my roster, that would be Aaron Madden. But it looked like it was... Yeah, I didn't even see him. He didn't take his requisite eight warm-ups, which yeah. is probably why I was so confused as to why there was, if there was a pitching change. So Madden comes set, throws, and sharply hit ball, but just foul for Seth Stroh. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Robert Fitzgerald today, Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Yeah, we didn't even see. We didn't even hear like the you know the applause or anything that as he was coming off the field. I didn't. And I can't imagine he stayed in the game elsewhere, but you know, that was kind of interesting. Good find for sure. So Madden comes set, throws off speed, just misses up and out. One and two. And so now it'll be two and two. If you're Madden, we got a foul ball coming back onto the field here. Or looks like a. That's one of those bullpen. That happens every single game. They've got those mounds out there and. You've got a 16-, 17-year-old kid trying to throw a change-up. I mean, it's just impossible not to have a couple of those bounce and play during the game. So Madden comes set, checks the runner, throws outside, ball three. So 3-2 three, with two out. Casper will be on the move over there first. Stroh left-handed hitter. Madden comes set, looks at the sign, delivers. And swing and a miss for strike number three. So Sestro strikes out to end the inning. One run, no hits, one error, and no left on base. Carney, though, does extend its lead four to nothing after three innings. We'll have the top of the fourth coming up next. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. 
please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. And welcome back to Kearney, Nebraska, Memorial Field. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 KXPN. Glad to have you along. Chris Langan, along with Jeff Babel, Cassie Sloan back in the studio. Thanks to Laney Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you here in this doubleheader. Kearney wins the first game and leads in the second game. Fouled off away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. You're, there's no place like home. So batting now for Papillion La Vista South, Brem Waller and Sides. We'll see if Waller is due up second. He's probably not on deck. Uh, looks like we got a 20, 24 maybe, 20. Pitch called strike number two on Brim. So quick work by Grosskreis. Grosskreis has been working nice and efficient, I think, so far, Chris. Yeah, he's he's really been in the zone this game. I mean, Papio South really hasn't had many, if any, good swings on him thus far. And ball high, trying to get him to chase. That's 24 on deck. 24 is... Of course, not on the roster, so we'll we'll just have to guess who the heck that is. Maybe they pulled a Zach Hot Sauce Jock- Jackson outside of his statistician role. <laughs> Grosskreitz delivers, and it's hit third. Fielded there easily by Richter. Throws it across in plenty of time for the first out of the inning. We'll see who's batting now for Papillion Vista. When they announce it. And you're listening to ESPN 1460 KXPN. <laughs> and I don't believe the PA has announced it, so maybe they well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> Tony, might be Hot Sauce Jackson out there. Pick up a stick and see what he can do. I don't know what's going on exactly. Right, but... throws a first pitch strike. Really good command so far by Brand. Falls down. 0-1 is number 24. Grosskreitz working from the lineup. Still no lights on, on the outfield here at Memorial Field. The infield lights are on. And Grosskreitz misses just outside for ball number one. So evens the count out one to one. They probably just noticed that there hasn't been enough ball sit out there. I figured to <laughs> say the electricity cost. One of eight scheduled home games for the Bearcats. Yes, tomorrow's game has actually been postponed to Wednesday, and they played it. Already, and Carney got the win last night over Lincoln East. Raiden Miller was a big part of that. Strike two called there on the Papillion La Vista batter. One-two count. Grosskreitz going to look, trying to get the guy to chase here. Brings the pitch, winds up, and looks like he's going to be just high. 
for ball number two. So two-two count here for Brandt. One no, out in the inning. Right now, he's just at that point where you just have no clue what he's going to throw. If you're up there batting, you just get any three of those pitches, and that's when a pitcher is at his, his most effective. And ball in the dirt, strike three, and just a poor throw there from Miller. And it took Shermer off the bag, and Shermer wasn't able to get back onto the bag, so it'll be E2, strikeout for Grosskreitz. But the error on Miller will allow... 24, and I think I'm going to put that as Jackson Borchers because he was 23 in the book. That's who I think it is. We'll try to get confirmation on that later. So that'll bring up first baseman Austin Sides. Sides grounded third to first in the second inning. Grosskreitz up and in, almost hit him for ball number one. All right, there again, and, and we've kind of talked about Papio South. And some of the rust they've had, but it, it's for both these teams. And right there, Braden Miller kind of getting that called to or on that third strike there, trying to get that ball over to Ferguson. Quite quite frankly, Shermer, you know, a little bit, he was almost off that bag a little bit too much to the point where that throw was a little bit off target. He had to almost, you know, run back to that bag. So it's just kind of figuring out, figuring out those little twinks and just getting that right chemistry aligned for all of these players on both teams uh, thus far. And sometimes you don't even get that aligned through an entire spring season. It takes you till the summer, but it just shows how important it is to get live reps. And with the weather the way it has been, it just hasn't been possible. Called strike there on sides. Evens the count one and one. Grosskreitz looks back to runner at first. Comes set, looks back again, delivers, and checks swing. And it looks like he didn't go. That's about as 50-50 as you can go on that check swing. And since base umpire wasn't in position, it was going to be tough to have him appeal it. Yeah, and they do, and he immediately says no swing. As an umpire, you can't, from, from the B position, you can't make that call. So good job there by Jim Lyon. I believe he did check his swing, but it was it was close. Yeah, and it was tough because he's he he had such it, you you feel a, bit, a little bit worse as a pitcher and a coach when you make a pitch like he did. So there's a pick over to first, and he he really got it perfectly inside on his hands, executed the spot, and basically fooled him completely. So that's one where as a pitching coach you're thinking, hey, I've been preaching to this kid all year, get this ball inside, get this ball inside. He does it perfectly, and that's when you really want those check swings to go your way as a coach. And another pickoff move over at first and safely back was Borcher. And Grosskreitz come to the mound and a swinging strike on side. So evens the count at two and two now with one out. Again, Carney up four nothing here in the top of the fourth. They won the first game six to four. Won their inaugural home opener. Looking to sweep the doubleheader here. And another pickoff. Grosskreis has got a good move, but there isn't a terribly big lead over there. And, you know, I think a little bit, too, is obviously you don't want them to steal the bag, but you're up four. So I, I think a little bit is you're just trying to get live looks over there and, you, you know, know what it feels like to pitch again with a runner on base this early in the year. Grosskreis keeps looking him back, keeps looking him back, and comes home with it and swinging strike number three and another strikeout for Grosskreis. That would be his... Third of the inning, but only two of them count since they had the E2 and advanced the runner, Waller, or Borchardt, excuse me, to first. And they try to pick him off here and safely back. 
is Borchers. Two outs now. Runner on first. Gross crates come set. Delivers. And it's a ball just outside. Look pretty good from here. Well, it's interesting. This Pappy was out. I, I believe their only runs in both these two games has been in that third or fourth inning against Mason Casper. So they just they've only had one inning, and in that inning, they they certainly did a lot of work. But besides that, they I don't know how close they've really come to even scratching a run. Gross Grants delivers, and it's fouled off, out of play. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Susan BC today. So one and one is the count. Gross Grants. Working his way through the fourth inning. If you're Coach Archer, you probably want to see him get into the fifth. He certainly, I, I would be, unless if he's on some sort of strict pitch count, I think he'll get into the fifth, pending a really good uh, Lincoln, or excuse me, Papillion South run here. But he, he, he's been pretty sharp today as that pitch misses outside. That was by quite a bit. So, you know, he, he has not a lot of those, though, where he's missed his spot by, you know, several 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 inches but for the most part he's been able to spot up his pitches and like you've said there's been a few he's really been able to bring it there with his velo so not only is he spotting up but he's he's got a good feeling in his arm as well gross Christ delivers in a swing and a miss strike two quickly back to first is borchards uh looking at the schedule carney plays on saturday at grand island and then again on monday at lincoln northeast so in theory, you were you're probably not going to pitch either Casper or Grosskreitz on Saturday, so you want them to go the distance here as much as you can. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. You definitely, and especially you're better off right now. Whatever that middle ground is, just throwing Grosskreitz there, then as opposed to bringing him out and then having him try to pitch on Monday, I think that'd probably put more stress on his arm than as opposed to you know trying to get 75, 80 good pitches out of him during this game. Grosskreitz misses high for ball number three, so it'll be a full count here, two outs. So Borchers at first will be off on the first movement. Be careful here. If you're him, you might be picked off. We've seen Brant throw over there multiple times this inning. He comes set and delivers. Runner moves and ball outside. And so another walk for Grosskreitz. Two on with two out. That'll bring up Jackson Bland, the catcher. And it's Fisted into right, and that'll score a run. One run is in, trying to advance to third, and successfully doing so. Throw over anyway, not in time, so a single. And I believe that was Aaron Madden, the the, the pitcher that came into the game, instead of Jack Bland. So I don't know if that means Jack was moved in another position, but an RBI single for him, and a courtesy runner now coming in. So courtesy runner for the pitcher. And it looks like that's number seven, Hunter Woods. So Woods will be running first and third now in Papio South, getting a getting something going here for the first time since that that fourth inning of last game. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? It's on this roster, and they've got they've got everybody lab, uh, labeled. And if you know, you pitcher, infielder, pitcher, outfielder. Well, there's about four guys on the roster. They have just pitcher, and Aaron Madden's one of them. So you wonder how much you know, how many at bats he's gotten in his lifetime since he's gotten to high school, and how much BP he takes those. 
was kind of surprised there to see a swing that well on the ball there. And I wonder if Carney High, maybe they saw the roster and they were thinking something similar, or at least seeing that he hadn't had many at-bats this year. First pitch strike to Harris. And the first and third, so the situation where you cannot fake the third and throw the first would be in play here. You can do that in high school ball, but not in Legion. First kite throws home anyway. Ball inside. One and one is the count. I haven't seen Papio South do much running. First and third is typically when you would see it, although if you have a good catcher, you don't want to give them a free out either. Swinging strike for Harris. Oh, two. And I think after seeing, just after seeing that sequence of that curveball and the way Harris looked, I think if I was Papio South, if you think a runner can make it here, you might as well steal him because that's probably what you're getting here after that swing is another curveball. Delivers and outside for ball number two. So no attempt at a steal here. So 2-2 count. I suppose you don't want to run here in case you get another ball and then you're going to automatically go on the next pitch. Well, and he's, he's giving him back-to-back curve. And I could bring it again, but his odds of throwing a curveball here are a little bit less than it was the previous pitch. And fisted the short, or second, excuse me, dropped there, but thrown in time to get the out. Four to three, retires Harris in the inning they do get one run though on two hits and no errors and they left no one error and they left two on two in the inning so they're chipping away four to one the lead for carney bearcats they'll come back in the bottom of the fourth to try and extend their lead you're listening here to espn tri-cities 1460 kxpn You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field. I'm Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lane, Cassie Sloan back in the studio. We're about ready for the bottom of the fourth inning. And Carney will stand up um, Richter, Foster, and Enberg. And many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Carney with a three-run lead here, Chris. And we have a new pitcher to the game. Um, and we saw him in the first game. 
uh, Forceman into the game for Papalian La Vista South. And for the most part, Forceman was a kind of that Max Scherzer three-fourth sidearm in between their type ankle. He's going to bring a lot of fastballs. At least that's what we got from uh, about a 13-14 pitch sample size in that first game. So the, the rule is two appearances, so this will be his second appearance, and it's a ground ball through and a base hit for Richter. So one pitch, and we got a single for the Bearcats. Richter able to muscle that thing. Pretty good pitch there by Forsman. Richter just able to have the muscle to, you know, he didn't get any part of the bat on it that you would prefer as a hitter, but he was able to get that thing and shoot it right into the that turf there, and he put enough velocity on it so it could... Uh, you know, make its way out to that right fielder, and it was just fast enough to beat the first baseman and second baseman who were charging hard to the uh, to the right on that play. So Forceman comes set, delivers, and just outside gets past the catcher, and that is Porchard's catching. Porchard's came into the game during the injury to the starting pitcher Waller, and advancing to second easily was Richter. So 1-0 the count, runner in scoring positions, no outs for Carney. Gets the sign, looks back the runner at second, looks him back once more, comes set, throws it, and foul ball, sharply hit foul ball, just near the dugout there for the Carney Bearcats. This foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Wendy Vosak today for all your real estate needs. Again, that, that that ball is hit pretty well too. It's a foul ball, and so you know the Bearcats they're they're just putting good swings really on a, a majority of the balls right now that Papillion South has thrown. And and this is a guy Forsman that they've seen already in the first game. So you know starting to get more data on each of these guys whether they you know actually are actively doing it or whether it's just from seeing it and you know intuitionally doing it. But they're gathering more data and they're having better at bats as this game goes on. Ball outside to Foster, 2-1 count. Foster bats left-handed. Runner at second. Gets the signs from Coach Archer. Digs in there. Forsman comes set. Throws high and misses for ball three. Oh, that's a strike. Excuse me. Looks a little high from here, but up in the zone. Keyword in the zone. So 2-2 count. And even though Foster is that eight-hole hitter, and the last time this eight-nine-hole combination of Foster Engberg gave Papillion South a lot of fits, so this is kind of a huge at-bat. To try, if you're Papillion South, if you want to stay in this game, you got to get Foster out of here. And misses outside for ball three, so we'll have a full count here on Foster. Foster had the two-RBI double in the second. Scored a run as well in that three-run second inning for Carney. Looking to do more damage here. No outs. Forsman comes set. Looks the runner back. Looks him back a third time. Delivers inside for ball four. So base on balls. We'll put Corbin Foster on. And that'll bring up Sam Enberg. Sam with a single in the second inning for Carney. Now, now this might be the first time you see Archer, Coach Archer, potentially bunt here. Now, I don't know if he will. I mean... Ingberg swung the bat pretty well, and you, you wonder how much pitching Papio South has left to use, so you might not mind giving him an attempt here. But I, if I were to guess through my years of Coach Archer uh, teachings, I, I I would guess that the bunt would be coming here because also there you could still have a throw over the first baseman's head. Third baseman's playing in. He's suspecting the thing, and the bunt is down. Right back to the pitcher. There's only one play, though. He'll fire to first in time for the out. So a successful sacrifice bunt. 
for Sam Enberg. Moves the runners into scoring position with only one out. And that will turn the lineup over and bring up your leadoff hitter, Lane Shires. He was playing second base today. Sam Ingberg certainly done his role this game both times. The first time he got that base hit after about eight, nine pitch at bat, and then that time a sack bunt. So he's, for your nine hole, he's had an A-plus game thus far. And generally when you're hitting nine hole, you're kind of fighting for some playing time. And he's certainly done his part to maintain that role. So, again, they'll be pitching to Shires. Shires takes ball one. Ball skirts away from board charts behind the mound there. No advancement at third base. So ball one here. Again, you, yep, go ahead. Again, we see uh, Papi South bring that infield in. They don't want to. They really just don't feel like they can allow any more runs to be able to stay in this thing. And a called strike one on Shires. Shires let off the game. The four three put out. Digging in here, slightly open stance. Forsman comes set. Looks the runner back at third, comes, delivers, and called strike two. Infield's still playing in here, trying to not allow that fifth run to come across here. You know, I think a lot of people, when they think of the infield playing in, they think, well, why not do it You know, every time? Because if, you, if it's hit to you, you've gotten out, but you just open up the odds of a hit getting through you so much more, and right there. And a single, just as we explained it, one run is in easily, no advancement from Shires, but Shires will get an RBI single, Chris, just as... You were saying if they weren't playing in, odds are that they might concede that same run, but they'll at least get an out out of it. Yeah, and I, I just have a big belief in early in the game. And, and honestly, when you're down three or four runs, you're better off, I think, at that point of just, you know, let's go be down five runs. I just, I don't, if it's a no-run game, I kind of understand it, especially with the pitching situation you might have. But the, the problem is it, it's really nice to say, hey, let's bring the infield in and get an out. But you open up, I mean, the, the batting average, I don't have the – I don't think anybody's taken sta- you know, long stats on it. As Ball high, and a caught in a pickle now in the third base is Enberg. Enberg's trying to get out of it. Looks like he'll be caught here, and they do apply the tag, and it is called out. So was that maybe a safety squeeze there? Uh, you know, I, I think it was a suicide squeeze. Safety squeeze, and I, was that uh, Foster that was called out there, or who was... Yeah, Foster was at third, Foster. so he's, he's out it, now. Yeah, that was a – well, we, we don't know for sure what the exact call was, but the, the way that was played out, in my best guess, and I don't I don't like giving this out on air because I don't actually know. Well, with know, Trey Rodriguez but being a Trey, yeah, Trey, I think that the, Trey Rodriguez pulling back that bun and the runner going, that makes me think either it was a safety squeeze and the runner misinterpreted the sign as a suicide squeeze or it was a suicide squeeze and the hitter – uh, pulled back the bat on accident or just didn't get the run. Because it, it was a high pitch. It wasn't he, going to be a strike. So maybe yeah. Trey uh, thought he was going to get hit and then didn't successfully put it down. At any rate, the runner is caught stealing home. So two outs now for Papillion La Vista South. That just might be what Forsman needs to get out of this inning. Still a runner at third, though. That was a good job by Foster staying that pick long enough to get that run over to third, though. Yeah, because he was at first base. So 1-1 one, one count fouled off. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Alex Beckman today. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, Alex will help you out. One, two count here, two outs. If you're Trey, you just want to put it in play here. It gets by. That's another run. 5-1 lead for Carney. Pitch fouled off. 
Brought to you by Home Real Estate, your home now. Robert Kiet will be able to help you buy or sell your new home. Whether you're building or buying new. Again, kind of interesting that regardless, I think it's pretty safe to assume they had some sort of squeeze on. So interesting that Carney is – they're kind of saying, hey, if we get five runs, I don't. there's no way Brent Gross-Christ is going to give up this game. So kind of interesting. You kind of see it's kind of like poker where they kind of show their chips a little bit by every call they make. Fly ball to left field and camping under it is Denny. So that will retire the side. For the Bearcats, they still get one run on two hits, no errors, and one man left on base. We'll head to the top of the fifth with Carney leading 5-1. to one. You're listening to KXPN 1460 ESPN Tri-Cities. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the end of your neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? So Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you'll be compensated for your time up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com. Or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Shoemaker, Horacek, and Denny. Again, many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Duncan Tice Construction, building with confidence. Call them today for your construction needs. Five to one lead for Carney. If you're pulling the Vista South, you're running out of outs. Grosskreitz comes from the windup, throws his first pitch, and a cold strike on the outer edge. Well, one count. And again, Grosskreis just hasn't, you know, he gave it to run the last inning, but he hasn't shown any signs that he's going to kind of unfold here and give Papillion South a chance to get back in this game. So Papillion South is going to have to earn it themselves and have a couple breaks go their way, a couple ground balls, find the right hole. Shoemaker with a decent first game. I think he was two for two. Moved up from the nine hole now to the eight hole. Takes a 1-1 count and swings through that changeup for a strike. So 1-2 now for Brandt. See if he stays with this off speed or tries to just blow it by him. Lights are now on at Memorial Field. And a check swing. And he's going to ask for help. And he says no swing. I can't tell. He's from the first base. Yeah, because uh, Shoemaker's a left handed <laughs> batter and they appealed down to first. And uh, I believe uh, Shoemaker did check that swing. So. But never hurts to ask. 2-2 two, two count for Grosskreitz. 
from the windup. Throws and low and in the dirt. A little bit outside as well. Full count. This is a big, I mean, it's, it seems weird, but this is probably the biggest, right now is the biggest uh, pitch of the game for Papillion South just to figure out a way to get this eight-hole hitter, I believe, on yep. and, you know, start something here. Ball high gets past the catcher, so a base on ball for Shoemaker. He'll reach base for the first time this game. And that'll bring up Jacob Hornacek, the right fielder. So a leadoff walk. That's never a good thing, but Grosskreitz has gotten out of the jam earlier. Only gave up the one run last inning to Papillion the Vista South. Again, that'll bring up Hornacek, the right fielder, did not play in the first game. Sets up outside, does Miller. Runner does not go, and it's fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And falls down 0-1. And right now, I think this is if you're playing south. You know, kind of Brent Grosskreutz probably, I, I don't, not necessarily saying he's running on fumes here, but He's probably towards the end of his day just because of the yearliness in the season and pitch count. So this might be the inning if you're Papio South, strap together, you know, one or two runs and then take your chance with whoever they've got coming out of the bullpen for Carney High. Pickoff move unsuccessful. Grosskreutz will come home with it and a fake bunt attempt. Missed high was Grosskreutz, so one and one. I had to think that probably wasn't a real... Serious bunt attempt. No, and you know, uh, Girl Scouts missed up a little bit to these last two batters. So, uh, if you're if you're Papio South, you got to for sure make him bring it down. Those are normally the easiest one to take are the ones that are up in the zone. And pitch right down the middle is fouled off to the left side. There might be a play on it in left, and it just falls in front of the left fielder Enberg. So it'll be a, a strike. One two will be the count. So new life for Hornacek. And going out to talk to the pitcher is Miller. Try to settle Brant down. Probably going to go over what you just said, you know. Settle down. You've missed a high a few times. Just keep throwing strikes. And you got know, a four-run lead. you got eight guys behind you. Yeah, and, you know, he might be talking a little bit about just this particular hitter, what he wants to go with. Because, you know, the interesting thing is the, the biggest thing that, that, you you know, you don't have to have three pitches to dominate. That's not a rule, but it, it helps a lot to have a changeup just so you can get those off at those – the, you know, when you have an opposite hitter of if you're righty facing the lefty, you to get that fade. So you wonder if he's got that in his arsenal for a strikeout pitch here. Grosskreutz looking back the runner. Comes and delivers outside for ball number two. So two and two now the count for Grosskreutz. Got activity in the Carney bullpen. I'm right on the light pole, so I can't even see who that is. <laughs> it's like he's intentionally trying to stay right on that light pole. That's how <laughs> perfectly he's fit on that thing. So Grosskreutz trying to get out of himself. Delivers inside, but swung on and popped up to center field. And easily caught there. And a throwback to first is not in time. So an aggressive lead over there by Shoemaker. But Rodriguez had no problem with that one out there in center field. So one away. And that'll bring up the leadoff hitter, Nate Denny, the left fielder. Seen Denny... Have an interesting day out in left field. First couple balls he had out there, he missed, and then he had a couple that he caught. So then he's going to try and do it with a bat now. Grosskreutz looks back the runner at first. 
comes set and does a pickoff move unsuccessfully. And back to first was Shoemaker. So Denny, 0 for 2 with a strikeout in the third. Brant going to try and get an out here. Fixed bunt, taking low for a ball. You know, Brant still got that zip on that fastball, that's for sure. I think popped the glove pretty good, just a little bit low there. So I think he certainly has the gas to get through this thing and kind of maintain the same pitchability he did in that first inning. I doubt you'll see him beyond the fifth inning, especially with the fifth inning always, for me, seeming to be the inning where pitchers begin to fade. And a swinging strike. A little bit of a change up there. One-two now on Denny, the left fielder. Yeah, that's how I would almost certainly venture that. Unless if they've got a certain pitch count that they've got circled that they want to take him out exactly, I think you'll see him out of here after this inning if he can get through it. So... Papio South, they could, you know, string together a couple long at-bats here. They might have a chance to get him out of the game in time to get whoever's in the bullpen up when they have a critical situation with some runners on base. Four-run lead for Carney. They're going to fake a bunt, pitch out, throw down to first. Not in time. Carney was expecting something there. And I'm not sure if that was actually a pitch out, but you, you're certainly right. The way the catcher moved, it made it seem like it was a pitch out just in, in the spot of the pitch, but I can't imagine the team would be pitching out up four runs with an out in the fifth inning, so perhaps a mystery. I mean, we'll never know, but... Grosscrest delivers, and a bunt was missed, so a strike, so 2-2 two, two now in the count. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a pitch count, Chris. I think it might have just been a missed outside, but like the momentum. Yeah, the momentum of, of the catcher. You, you, most of them sit down there, even to guard, just because you're. If the guy swings at that thing, and if he, you know what I mean, you, you might hit you in the face or something. So, two two now for Grosscrest. Going to try and get the out via the strikeout here. Comes delivers hit to right field. Should be an easy play for the second baseman, and it is for Shires. So, two outs now for. Kind of like you announced that. That's that's exactly where my eyes went too. And I saw that ball hit. I went, all right, that's in right field. And you just keep in mind of kind of the weather and the way the ball just does not get going anywhere really today. And it's popped up right to the second baseman. Yeah, I for sure thought that was a not a deep shot to right, but I thought that was be, sure be, to be right. Coming then, in on it, yeah. And he, he they're maybe, still in the brown on this turf, so the weather, the wind definitely blowing out there. So Grosskreitz. Throws the first pitch just outside and up for a ball. He's facing Brim, the second baseman for Papillion La Vista South. Brim, 0 for 2 with a strikeout in the game. Coach Archer, you can't see him close to the dugout or, you know, in visual distance of us. So maybe he's letting Grosskreitz finish this basically no matter what in this inning. Ball high. Nope, called strike. That was my fault. Caught the outer edge. One and one. Big strike there for Brandon. You don't want to fall down 2-0. Not a big lead over there at first for Shoemaker. Hasn't thrown over in a while. Two outs. Pitch to Bram. Sky to center field. Should be easy for Rodriguez. And it's actually a shortstop. Did it again. And Strobel put it away to end the inning. So no runs on no hits, no errors, and one man left on base. We'll go to the Carney half of the sixth inning. 
Coming up next, Carney up by four, five to one. You're listening to KXPN 1460 ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And back here at Memorial Field, many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage that's right, Insurance Connection. Bottom of the sixth, the last chance for Carney to get some runs across insurance-wise. They they have a four-run lead, unlike in the previous inning when they only had a one-run lead. And first pitch is a strike. And out there on the mound for... Papio South is still Forceman, so he'll be getting another inning of work. Shermer up for Carney. Takes ball two outside, or ball one, excuse me. No, that's a strike. I'm just to the left of the, of the home plate, so my angle ain't the best. And I improperly called that a ball. So no two count now on Shermer. Forceman from the windup. Delivers and gets a swinging strike to retire Shermer. Well, pretty good sequence there for Forsman against Carney High's number three hitter. So, you know, if Forsman kind of, this game, his, his two appearances or his two, if he pitched a little bit in the first game, he pitched a little bit that last inning. And right there was his best sequence of the day so far, handling Carney High's number three hitter without delivering a single ball. Casper, Miller, and Stroh are due up here in the bottom of the fifth. So Carney will have one more bat at least. And it looked like it might have hit him, but it did not because Mason did not truck down to first. Takes ball one inside. Forceman from the windup. Waiting for Casper to dig in. Now he comes, delivers, and that does hit him. So it didn't hit him on the first one, but it hit him on the second. And Casper sprinting down to the line designated hitter. He won the first game after throwing four and two-thirds inning. No, you know, about the only time you don't necessarily have to hustle is when you get hit by a pitch, but... He should have done yeah. some push-ups. <laughs> yeah, I did well. <laughs> I guess that's Carney's interpretation of 
the the push up push up motive. The Papio, Papio push up Carney sprint. Yeah, these two should go back and forth and do have Mason Casper sprint at first and Papio South end push ups at the same time. It'd be a whole lot of energy on this field. Forceman looks back Casper at first, comes, delivers inside and gets past the catcher Orchards and Casper easily into second on the pass ball. So Runner on second, scoring position with one out here, up by four. If you're Coach Archer, the sign should be pretty simple. Hit away. <laughs> so these are the times where, you know, you don't have to really get into your rabbit or your hat of tricks, so to speak. You know, just let the kids play at this point. Forceman delivers, and it's hit deep to left center. And the wind's going to keep it in, and it's going to be caught in center field by Shoemaker and Casper unable to tag as it was more left center and typically you don't tag when it's hit to the left side of the outfield like that no I, I, I hate to say this but gosh those lights just don't seem you know strong enough a little bit I mean that ball was very hard to track for us back here and I get that it's getting closer to I mean we're almost to a dark it, sky so to it speak it looks but. like the, there's two layers of lights here Chris there's a bottom layer and a top layer and the top layer they almost seem to not be facing the yeah, field it just it seems like it's it's not really getting a good portion of that field out there and that's kind of i don't know about worrisome maybe maybe i'm just not seeing maybe i just got bad eyes i don't know but it, that certainly was a lot harder to track than you would have thought of with new lights out there pinch runner into the game for casper is caden welker so casper being the dh he's been substituted out and if you're Carney, you maybe just substitute him in for speed to try and get on a base hit, get him in. Casper might not be the fleetest of foot despite his effort first. <laughs> Ball one outside. Might have pulled a hammy sprinting down there. Who knows? <laughs> to Stroh. Stroh takes a strike on the outer half. So evens the count, one and one for Forceman. I'm not sure, and maybe I should have, Looked up. I know you can re-enter in Legion Ball. I'm not sure you can do that in yeah, high school. I, I'm, ball. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can. You can do a lot of things, and, and I don't know if it changes during the state tournament. But I know for these games, you've got obviously the designated hitter for the position player for anybody actually in this uh, spring league. As there's a swing and a miss there by Stroh. But I think you know pinch runners. All those things are, are pretty much the same in high school. There's just a few fid, fidgets in there that it's kind of like, hey, why can't we all just come together? Right. You know, because the differences aren't much, but it's like that third to first move. Uh, a few things like that that kind of make you shake your head. And a fly ball to center field should be easy, and that's the second baseman again, so it'll be caught there by Brim to end the inning. So, no runs on no hits, one error, and one left on base. For Carney, they'll still lead at 5-1. to one. They'll head to the top of the sixth, leading by four. You're listening to KXPN 1460 ESPN Tri-Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue. Or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Jeff Babel, Chris Slangan along with you here at Memorial Field thanks to Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing for the Kearney area for their support of the Kearney High Baseball program. We were just talking off air, Chris. It's, uh, they're probably going to re-enter Mason as when he, if he needs to bat in either the bottom or the sixth or the seventh inning. So Walker just was in there for speed. And first pitch is outside for Grosskreitz. You wonder how much longer the leash they're going to have for Grosskreitz now. I don't think I, I think Grosskreutz could get six more outs, but you wonder how much you want to risk that because of the uh, pitch count and having it being this early in the season, like we've talked about quite a bit today. And a called strike on the outer half, so one one's the count. I would. They've got a person warming up, so I think I'm not sure what his pitch count is here, but if he does hit it, we'll be seeing a new pitcher. But if you're Coach Archer, I think you you wouldn't mind writing. Braden all the way through the seventh inning if you could strike on the inner half to win the count one and two now for Brant Grosskreitz yeah and you know you'd love to be able to do that it's just uh, what call you know risk versus reward all right we win a game March 30th or whatever but you know how, how does his arm feel you know May May 6th ball inside and that's number five so we got a new batter into the game And, and a lot of it may be going, Coach Archer goes up to him, and how are you feeling? And he says, I'm good, Coach. And said, Don't lie to me. Well, I'm feeling good. So he's <laughs> out there, and he hits a batter. So although he might be feeling good, within the last inning and a half, his command has gone south a little bit here. No movement from the dugout to indicate a mound visit or a pitching change. So hit by pitch there. They've got somebody warming up again. I've seen multitude of guys go out there. I'm not sure if some of these guys are just getting some work in for emergency situation. Yeah, or emergency situation type work or just to keep loose. But, um, you know, Coach Archer, he's not at his famous pose where he's kind of at the edge of the dugout. We haven't seen that yet. And ball outside. Of course, the thing I wonder is, you don't want that other team necessarily knowing you might potentially be taking out Grosskreis here, so maybe Archer's just hanging back there, and you know, if he wants to make that change, he'll just come out and walk the extra few steps to get there. And a swing strike. So even the count, one and one, 13 now into the game, so a couple of new players in for Papillion La Vista South. 
Grosskreutz looks back the runner at first. Comes set. Delivers and off speed pitch fooled the batter. Four strike number two. Colton Addison is number 13 on the program. Um, Coach Lyman before the game told me that he would be playing today. And he lines it up the middle. Could be a double play opportunity here for Stroh and gets the out at second and throws it to first. Ricochet perfectly right back to the first baseman, and they've got the guy in the pickle in between first and second. Miller has it, and he's going to tag him, and I believe he is out. Thought maybe he had the ball in his right hand and tagged him with the left, but he did get the out, so double play is converted, but it was a 6-3-5-2 to 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 put out for the double play, and so... Although it's unconventional, a double play there for Grant, Grant Grosskreitz. Yeah, and, you know, you credit Braden Miller quite a bit for getting over there. But, you know, if you're Papio South, and I don't want to – I think, again, this is just you're at the point in the year where it's learning moments. But, I mean, what? how much benefit is it to get the second base there when you're down by four runs? I mean, it's. It, I get that you, you want to be hustling and you see that wild throw go over. But, I mean, with Stroh's arm, you know that thing's going to ricochet off there pretty darn good. But, you know – I th- again, you'd rather have the guy err on his side of instincts, but it's definitely something that after the game, you know, Coach LeMann Le- 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 can look over and, you know, kind of point to a direction that his team can kind of improve on. Jackson Henry, the batter. Jackson playing third base for the Titans, down four runs, two outs. Here in the sixth, down to four outs left in their hopes of a comeback here. And Grosskreutz throws another strike, so 0-2 count here. If you're Brant, you got him right where you want him. And yeah. it looked like a chance to be a shaky inning. Grosskreutz is one strike away from the windup, delivers way outside, trying to get him a chase. And now you do wonder at this point if he can get the strike out here, he might have the chance to go the distance. I mean, at least start it. Yeah, we and yeah, we don't we don't know the pitch protocol per se of pitches, but maybe they feel comfortable enough with Brant and his. Uh, maturity, so to speak, as that ball's fouled off, get a little curveball and get a little fight there. Uh, they don't know the maturity, or they, they are, feel very comfortable with uh, Brand's maturity and the work he's done uh, coming into this year that they think his arm can handle that, and going forward, he'll be fine. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And I think it might be different if it wasn't a four-run game. If it was 2-1 to one right now, uh, the leash might have been a little shorter on Brandt. Delivers and low. A little bit outside for a 2-2 count now. Two outs for Carney. And, you know, another thing, it's hard to know with, with how many games you have to get through in a short period of time. Generally, coaches will put their best pitchers and just throw them out there as starters. So you don't know how good the arms are in the bullpen this early into the season. Ball fouled off out of play to the right side. Getting that foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. Two-two count. The bullpen is now quiet for Carney as Grosskreutz is inning. Steps off, wipes his brow, wants to make sure he gets the right pitch from Miller. Signs down. Has his pitch, starts the windup, delivers, and ground ball to Stroh at short, fielded easily 
and throws across for the out to retire the side. So, no runs on, no hits, no errors, and one man left on base. No man left on base. There was one error on the overthrow, but uh, nothing doing for Papillion La Vista South. Carney's going to try and add some insurance runs here in the bottom of the sixth. We'll see if they can do it. They're up four here on ESPN 1460 KXPN. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And welcome back to Memorial Field. Pitching change. Madden into the game. Madden on the program was 18. And in the numbers-wise, he is 17. Because 18, I believe, was their starting uh, catcher. Well, it's either that or they announced the wrong pitcher. So we don't. (laughs) But, yeah, 17 is Jack Bland, right? I mean, on the program, he's Jack Bland. Yep. And then they announced us Aaron Madden, but we thought we saw Aaron Madden earlier after that uh, pitcher got drilled by a line drive. So pinch hitter for Carney is Clevenger, and he'll take a called first strike. Carney getting some reserves into the game, getting them some high school at-bats. They have a four-run lead. It's not comfortable by any means. And swinging strike two. On Clevenger. Clevenger certainly coached against him a little bit last year. He's definitely respectable with the bat. It's not like they're just throwing him in there to, you know, give you know say, hey, thanks for practicing with us. I mean, he's up there with the ability to hit the baseball. And ball high and out, skirts past the catcher. Look there, they got crossed up, I think, is that he was standing up and he caught it at about his, you know, ankles. So, obviously, last second notice, it was a curveball coming in there. So, those guys were on the wrong page there. Went out to the mound to discuss what went wrong. I believe catcher wanted it high and out, and mystery pitcher wanted it low and in. We'll see what they decide here. One-two count. High. Check swing. No swing. Two-two count. If I go by what the 
public address announcer said it'll be Madden, so I'm just going to refer to the pitcher as Madden here. 2-2 count. High leg kick. And a swinging strikeout for Clevenger to get the first out of the game. Ball goes around the horn. And another pinch hitter now into the game, number 22 for the Bearcats, Nick Carlson. One out. The sun has fallen here at Kearney High. Madden out of the windup. Throws it, skied to center field. And it's going to be his second baseman that takes that one. That'd be Brim. Anytime you say so, when, when the ball looks like it's going over the fence, it's going to center field, and when the ball is going to center, it's going to second. That's that's basically what we're at today at this point. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of unbelievable how uh, this early in the year that ball is just dead, basically. And I don't know if the if they have a new ball or, you know, the bats. Everything seems to be pretty yeah, just the same from last year. Yeah, so just early in the year. Then there's cold weather. No heat, yeah, and the wind blowing in. I don't, you know, maybe just not the best. You know, hitting performance overall by both teams. Even though Carney's put up, I believe, eleven runs, they've they really, besides Corbin Foster's massive double over the center fielder's head, for the most part, they've just kind of manufactured those runs in an old style way. Is that first pitch is a strike there to Sam Einberg? Sam Einberg, the nine hitter, a one for one on the night with a sacrifice bunt in the fourth inning. Oh, one count on Sam. Two outs. No, that shows you how efficient Connie's been with manufacturing runs. This is only his third at-bat of the game, or third plate appearance, I should say. Ball outside on Sam. One and one the count. I mean, to have five runs in the sixth inning and have your with two outs and have your final hitter only coming up for the third time in the game, that's pretty... He shuts it to right. Should be an easy play there for the right fielder, Horchek, and he does make the catch, sliding... And that will retire Carney in order in the bottom of the six. We'll see if Grosskreitz comes out to finish it off or if we'll have a new pitcher into the game. We'll tell you who it is on the other side of this break. You're listening to KXPN 1460 ESPN Tri-Cities. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband, Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Welcome back to Memorial Field. I'm Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lang and Cassie Sloan back in the studio. New pitcher for the Bearcats, number 25, Gabe Hines, is going to try and close it out. Four-run lead for the Bearcats. He'll face a pinch hitter to start. Zach Martin the, will be in the sixth hole. Lane Harris and Daniel Shoemaker do up in the hole for Papilla Vista South. So Gabe Hines gets the call, Chris. Yeah, and we'll see what he can do. Not sure how many times he's pitched this year, but they feel confident enough to put him in there in the seventh inning of a game that's basically a closing situation. I mean, I guess it's not technically you can't account for a save with a four-run lead, but if he, you know, it's interesting if he lets a guy get to second base, then he gets the yeah. save. So you wonder, you know, if, 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 Gabe, if Gabe gives up a double here and then you see uh, three strikeouts in a row, I'm going to assume that it was to get that SB on the stat sheet. So Gabe. Winds and pitches and a call for a strike right down the middle on Zach Martin, new pinch hitter for Papillion La Vista South. Papillion needs four to force bottom half. Hines, Wines delivers. Looks like called strike. Upper half of the zone, 0-2 count for Hines. You know, Papio right now, we're Papio South, excuse me, just got to figure out a way to get on base and keep this game alive but you know any double that you think or any single you think you can stretch to double you probably should just stay at first at this point you know things like that they've got to be uh, very conservative on the base paths ball outside on martin like you said chris just get on and then let the pitcher worry about the the runner maybe make a bad throw get him in the into the out of the windup because right now he's in the windup just misses high there two balls two strikes for game hines you know, if you're if you're Carney, um, you can't be too worried about that runner when they are on base. You know, you don't want to be looking over trying to get pickoff moves, Correct. et cetera. And a swinging strike three for Gross or uh, Hines to get the first batter, Martin. So gets the K for Hines, brings up number eleven, Lane Harris, the shortstop. Carney two outs away from sweeping the doubleheader. Prove their record to three and one heading into the Grand Island game on Saturday. Hines working on the far right side of that mound. It's a swinging strike from Harris. He's looked pretty good those far Hines. A little bit of life on that fastball. And first two Papio South hitters, at least with then only a sample size of one pitch for this new uh, batter for Papio South, but they haven't looked too comfortable up there. Hines delivers strike number two. Like you said, they're just not even trying to swing at it right yeah, now. Yeah, and he's got kind of an interesting little delivery, too. He kind of hides that ball back there pretty well, and it just it doesn't come from a, a slot you're used to. Game Hines kind of well, just, just an interesting little motion that he's got that isn't. And a swinging strike three, so three straight pitches results in the second out for Gabe Hines. And... And he's got a little bit of velocity, and then also at the same time, he just, he just hides that thing. Kind of, I don't think he... I don't know how many pitchers intentionally do that. It's just the way their body functions, the way it moves, and it's how they threw when they were younger. And he's got that benefit. And I think for the most part, that hitter, they just don't see it out of his hand right away. And it 
tougher to pick up on. So that'll bring up Shoemaker. Last lifeline for the Papillion La Vista South Titans. Ball one outside from Hines. And, you know, I don't know if he's normally this because he's about an eight or he batted nine. Always about an eight hole this game. But he's probably the one guy, uh, at least today, that you want up there. I mean, he had three hits the first game. I believe he had a walk this game thus far. Some way of man- manufacturing away on base. Yep, he did walk in the uh, fifth inning there. Takes a strike. So now one and one the count to Shoemaker. Made a few plays out there in right field as well. Playing center field this game. The pitch from Hines off speed. Misses high. Two and one. Corner check on deck if if Shoemaker advances. Hines is hoping to shut the door here. Non-save situation. And there's a called strike right down the middle. He's got some good life on that fastball and... I don't know if he's a guy who can do it for five, six innings, but they certainly have him in the right role here as he can kind of just go out there and throw it as hard as he can for an inning or two and kind of have that deceptive delivery as well. And ball in the dirt, trying to get him to chase the final strike of the game. Pass ball. Not a pass ball. And the woman's on base. So it'll even the count up. So it'll be full count here. Kearney fans trying to get everyone on their feet. To get the doubleheader sweep, the home opener and historic first two games here at Memorial Field. Hines delivers just high, ball four. Man. All those claps for nothing. They had a pretty good run going there, and you know you can hear that crowd still out there despite the weather and you know some other things you could be doing right now. They've decided to stick it out and. You know, continue to watch and cheer on these Carney High Bearcats. They've moved more towards the um, upper half of the bleachers, maybe as a wind break. It's getting colder out there. Hines delivers the first pitch, swinging strike on Hornacek. And if you're Papillion La Vista South, you're unless you're got a huge lead at first, you probably don't want to get caught stealing here at second. But that's a pretty big lead, not being held on, and he's going to go. Ball in the dirt, no throw from Miller. Yeah, and Carney's not gonna. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna stay at their positions. They want to make sure that if the ball's hit, they have the you know the the greatest range to possibly make this play. They're not gonna worry about that runner now. If there is a situation where that guy just you know he leaves late or something, yeah, that third baseman right now, as that runner's on second, he'll go ahead and get near that bag and tag him out. But they're not gonna worry about him too much. Swinging strike. Number two for Gabe Hines, so the claps will begin again. And, you know, at the same time, you wonder then, you know, what's the point of even taking that base? Well, the biggest thing is you, it does require the infield now to throw that thing across all the way to first base. So it, it does as a, you know, it, it makes, it gives you a little bit better of a chance getting on base as a hitter. Fouled back into the screen. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. One and two remains the count. Here at the bottom of the hour, 8.30 here on KXP and Kearney. 14.60, when we're done here, we'll have a chance to either catch with catch up with Coach Archer or Coach Conant, and we'll take you live to the NCAA tournament. Ball outside, 2-2 two and two now. Tennessee-Purdue, 80-80 right now. We'll catch games, the, the two night games here on KXP and Kearney. Crowd on their feet, trying to will this one from Hines across the plate. Hines delivers, and just low. 
So it'll be full count again. Again, Jeff Babel, Chris Langan, Cassie Sloan with you. And last time this happened to Hines, too, he kind of got up with two strikes and got all the way to 3-2 and locked the last guy. Hines delivers and up and in for ball four. So two on, two out. Stroh will come settle him down. I was just going to think maybe coaching visit, but players will take care of that no themselves. Denny, top of the order, will try to extend the game for Papio South. And if you're Carney, you don't want to think the game's in the bag. You still got to play hard. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing is if you walk one more. Now, I don't think anybody's going to be hitting a home run here, but if you walk one more guy, all of a sudden that tie and runs at the plate. And, you know, it, it seems like that was – it seems like Papillion South hasn't really been in this game the whole time, but they'd have a chance to tie it then here at the end. Swinging strike one. Fouled off, excuse me, so no advancement from the runners. Hines gets up early in the count. Again, no reason really right now for – Especially when you got two runners on base, it just makes it way more harder to, you know, worry about running and you're getting in the batter's viewpoint at that point when you got two guys moving and it makes it a little bit more difficult to hit. So even if Carney's going to, you know, vacate that base, you, you're probably better off just sitting where you are. Hines delivers. Called strike one or strike two, excuse me. We had the foul tip previous pitch. So 0 2 count now. Down to their last strike again is Papillion La Vista. Nate Denny. 0 for 3 with the strikeout in the third. Hines is looking to make it two. Crowd on their feet. Hines delivers and called third strike to win the game. And Carney gets the sweep. And Eckhout gets the save. So Carney will win the doubleheader here, advance to 3 and 1. They'll play Grand Island on Saturday. Teams are shaking hands. An excellent ball game for Carney. And after dropping their opening game, 4-3, to three, they've won three straight. Carry all the momentum now in the game. So we're going to take a break. We're going to crunch the numbers, give them to you, and hopefully catch up with one of the coaches. Right after this, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 KXPN. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Yep. Welcome back to Memorial Field. I'm Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lang and Cassie Sloan back in the studio. Let's take a look at the numbers for putting the Vistas out. They were only able to muster one run on three hits. They were led uh, by Zach Martin, or uh, Jack Bland, excuse me. Martin came in the bat in the last half of the inning. He was one for three. And uh, Austin Sides was the w- w- lone run he did reach on base um, for Papillion La Vista South. They, uh, Waller was on the mound. He'll take the loss. Mad Enforcement and Bland came in in relief as well. So Papillion La Vista South unable to muster much. One run on three hits. They now fall to 0-5 on the year. And they'll play next, I believe, on Saturday as well. And they'll be at... Gretna, excuse me, that'll be on the 1st, so that'll be on Monday, so the weekend off for Papillion La Vista South. Kearney advances 2-3-1. and one. They'll be at Grand Island on Saturday, Lincoln Northeast on Monday, and Omaha Burke on Wednesday, and then back home on Thursday the 4th against Grand Island, and we'll have that game right here on KXPN 1460. We'll take a break. We'll give you the Kearney numbers next, and hopefully have a chance to talk with the coach. Right after this, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN 1460. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. 10 years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. And welcome back. All of our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney and Lincoln. Let's take a look at the Carney numbers real quick. Uh, I had uh, Shermer with a one for three with a run. Also, Braden Miller with a sacrifice 
uh, bunt and a run scored. Two runs scored by Will Richter. Two RBI performance there by Corbin Foster. Grant, Grant Grosskreutz, excuse me, six innings pitched and unofficially since he did get a runner on second, will give the save to Gabe Hines. Hines was doing well in that one. So we're pleased to be joined by former Carney Bearcat and assistant coach Peyton Pocock. Coach, thanks for joining me. Yep, nice to be here. Yeah, so uh, I've got a few questions for you. The first I thought, maybe the, the offensive attack between games one and games two seemed like un, un, un-archer-like, I guess you'd say. Uh, there was four called strikes looking, and then I think in the second game we saw Mason Casper and those guys go up there swinging, and it really seemed to in the second game be more push it offensively Mm -hmm. yeah i think we came out this first time these guys have really played in this cold weather so they came out a little timid i think they were a little less aggressive than they should have been but second game talked to them between games and they came out and they're swinging the bat and it it was much improved as far as uh brant's control in that second game it seemed like he was he's his good velocity was struggling with command in the early in the later parts of the inning but in the middle he seemed to be really really strong yes absolutely he started off great i think toward towards the end there in that fourth or fifth inning he started to kind of get a little bit tired maybe the cold started to set in but uh i mean what he's done throughout his entire career as a pitcher he just battles when he starts to get lose his command and he gave us six very strong innings six innings i had him for seven strikeouts as well and uh defensively uh things to maybe work on a few overthrows here and there but again i don't i think we just keep attributing it to maybe the cold as being the reason why yeah, I think we had some guys that were in different positions. And this, like I said before, got, this is the first time these guys have played in this weather. I mean, it's very new for all of us. So I think getting that out of the way here at home, it was, it'll be a lot better going forward. All right, so you've answered three and one. Looks like you'll play Grand Island on Saturday. You got a quick scouting report for us? Uh, I do not, but I know that games between Carney and Grand Island have always been True. very competitive in the past, so I am very much looking forward to it. Right. That'll be at Ryder Park, I believe. I, actually, uh, or I think no, it got moved, moved to Ashley. That's right. Yep, yep, I did see that. So uh, if you can head out to the game, we won't be able to broadcast that game. We'll have the NCAA tournament here, but uh, Carney comes away with a 3-1 win tonight, and uh, we'll take our final break. And thanks again coach for joining me and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in a week's time here against grand island uh as the home team versus on saturday where you guys will be the road team so thanks again yep thanks i appreciate it yep all right and we'll take a break we'll wrap things up here on the uh, post-game show you're listening to espn tri-cities 1460 thanks man 10 years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field, wrapping up the post-game show. I thank many of our fine sponsors, including Tech Flooring, Duncan Tice Construction, Fanatics Sports Bar and Grill, Buffalo Roofing, Home Real Estate, Biotest Plasma, and others. Again, Carney with the win tonight, three straight, three and one now, the record after dropping the first one to Lincoln Pius in eight innings. They're going to be at Grand Island Saturday, at Lincoln Northeast Monday, and then Wednesday at Burke, and then Thursday right here on KXPN 1460. They'll be hosting Grand Island. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors, Lanny Carlson Motors, Insurance Connection, The Bike Shed, Steinbrink Landscaping, and Great Western Bank. For Chris Langan and 
Cassie Sloan back in the studio. I'm Jeff Fable. We'll take you guys to the Sweet 16 coverage here on KXPN 1460. We'll see you next Thursday night here from Memorial Field. Doug Duder, Caleb Henry will be on the call for that one, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys then. Have a good night, everyone. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.